Did you ever want to have a conversation with the podcast host, their guests, or the other listeners who have the same mindset and lifestyle? Well, look no further because the Move With Love podcast has created the Move With Love Mastermind. It is a group of people around the world, from mothers to healers to creatives of all sorts, where we connect, we hold each other accountable, we celebrate and support through the ups and downs. So if you feel the call to connect, dive deeper with me, April Miranda, your host, healer and guide, or the guests or other listeners, join the Move With Love Mastermind. Go to movewithlove.ca. sexy souls and welcome to another episode of the move with love podcast i am april miranda your host healer and guide to share stories interviews that will inspire you to move with love and not fear i am so excited to interview but even just chat with my good friend who's across the country in bc crystal mcintyre who is a multi passionate human design expert, illustrator, and mentor. She guides women into deeper levels of self-trust through her knowledge of the human design system and through her ability to channel information from source. She believes trust should be developed from a young age, which is why she is also passionate about writing and illustrating conscious picture books that encourage both parents and children to explore what it means to find the answers you seek within you. Welcome to the show, Crystal McIntyre. Ah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored and excited to be here. Oh my gosh. So what are you really excited about today? Like what's lighting you up? Ah, talking about the things that I'm passionate about. <laughs> which are let's get into it what makes you tick what what oh do you gosh. love yeah the two biggest things are definitely what you spoke about human design and using it as a tool for self-exploration and really deepening the trust within yourself and then creating conscious art and conscious picture books i'm currently illustrating two picture books and it is just like I can't even describe the feeling of bringing these to life and just watching the process unfold and the characters come to life and and the feel of the story as it flows it's yeah it's I don't have words <laughs> wow and so are you the writer and the illustrator one I am the writer and illustrator and one uh was written by someone else and I'm illustrating it Ooh, exciting stuff and you're also an illustrator for the book that I am writing yes, yes. <laughs> so it just made sense I'm like okay like so stay tuned for that that's still a <laughs> work in progress but it was so fun to collaborate with you and just witnessing you and your journey and how you share your magic with myself, with your online audience and with the world. Like it really is a gift. And I must say, like, I think it was years ago now. I think it was two years ago when you did my human design reading and Chris's human design reading, my husband. And I have to say that even just that introduction 
to the human design system, it has been an awareness, an understanding of how I operate and how he operates and how we can serve each other, how we can serve ourselves. So, um, but before we get into that, like explain to the audience who may don't even, who don't even know what we're talking about. Like what is human design? (laughs) Yes. Uh, I love this question. Human design is really this beautiful merger of science and spirituality. So on the spiritual side, it includes uh, astrology, the I Ching, which is the ancient book of changes, the tree of life, the chakra system, and it relates to the 64 codons of your DNA. So it's quantum physics meets spirituality. And it's this very logical system that your mind can understand, but it penetrates deep into your cellular level into your soul so that you can start experimenting with things and really feel the shifts and the alignment as it occurs whoa (laughs) like even when i just love how you said like the spiritual aspect and the science because yeah it's not just like it's so logical when Mm -hmm. you take all of these practices but then you get this quantum physics you say yeah <laughs> and i remember like you i would see the the picture i'm like i don't know what i'm looking at but crystal is like reading me like a book like, i remember <laughs> feeling all of the emotions because like how does she know all of this about me <laughs> yes. but um you're there to support and create awareness so who would you invite to get a human design reading Hmm. Really anyone that is looking for a deeper understanding of their own energy. And what I notice is we all feel, you know, we have a certain way that we, we, we naturally want to be in the world, but conditioning and society has told us that that's wrong. And so we go against that feeling and that naturalness to be other than we are. So human design really is this permission to come back to what you already know. So it allows you to understand your own energy, how your energy affects other people, how other people's energy affects you, and how you're here, how you're being guided to make the most aligned decisions. So you can stop seeking kind of advice outside of yourself and start looking within and tapping into that internal guidance system that knows where you're going. Mm, I love that, that internal guidance system. And it's like, even yeah in your bio like developing that trust Mm -hmm. that trust instead of like looking at the outside world you develop that trust when you look for answers you just look to yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) like not google not your friends parents (laughs) aside whatever like you look within yourself Mm -hmm. um so how has human design transformed your life oh wow in so many ways it it really gave me the permission like i said to act in the most uh, with the most alignment because i was trying to fit myself into this box you know um i'm a manifesting generator and in human design manifesting generators are very multi-passionate and very changing and as a child i never played the same sport more than a year i wanted to try something new and thankfully my 
parents were very much, they were like, okay, what's next? Yes, for sure. So I got to experience that. But then there was a chunk of my life where I felt like I'm a quitter. I can't, I don't know how to stick with things. Human design really allowed me to see that I have tried so many things in my life. I have so many skills that actually build on top of each other. And it's this letting go of the belief that I'm a quitter and stepping into the belief that I love change and I learn through change and I deepen my knowledge through change. And and then the the trust, you know, like manifesting generators and generators, which is what you are, April, is we're here to trust our gut and that that feeling of like, yes, and following our desires and what's lighting us up in the moment. But then I have an added layer of being an emotional authority, which means that my emotions affect that feeling. And so I need to give myself time before making big decisions because I can get caught up in the emotions that I'm feeling. And so it's standing, like really honoring my emotions and not trying to shame them that has helped me deepen the trust within myself and move forward in more aligned ways, trusting that even when the decisions aren't logical, I know that I'm following the guidance of my soul. Mm, and it's by design. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> oh, okay, so you mentioned, yeah, the many gens and generators. Could you give a little lowdown of the few types for the audience? Yeah. So I'm a manifesting generator, like I said, um, manifesting generators are um, really here. They have these like kind of bigger personalities and in whatever way that feels right for you. That's the thing about the, the human design system is it's, it's logical, but it's also feeling based. So if I say like manifesting generators and generators are here to be like big and bright and sparkly, but what does that mean to you? To me, it means like dressing in bright colors and kind of like, extravagant things to other people you know it might mean just you know the the way that you speak or the presence that you hold so it's really about understanding what feels right for you not attaching so much to the one word or or the words it's it's list closing your eyes and really feeling into it so manifesting generators are really here for change. We, we move quickly. We like to kind of follow those things that light us up. So our life lesson is really patience. <laughs> generators are, are very similar, but they're a bit more on like a fixed path. They, they, they have a bit more, they're a bit more slow moving towards their goals. They're really here to master something. They still have these bigger personalities. And so their pay, their uh, life's lesson is really about surrender and, and trusting kind of the, the, the pace at which their life moves. Then we have projectors, which is what Chris is. Mm -hmm. And projectors are really these next level guides and, and they're very efficient. They can kind of see what people need before other people see them. And so their life lesson is really learning to see their own power so that other people see that. Their power can't be told, it can only really be felt. Ooh, that's <laughs> tough. <Yeah. laughs> I hope he listens to this. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> And then we have manifestors. Manifestors are these visionaries. They see so far into the future. They're really here to initiate action. And so their lives, they're, they're really here to like trust their voice and find their voice. And then we have reflectors and reflectors are the rarest. There's only about 1% of them. And they're really here to guide the collective as the whole. And they're really here to trust the flow of life because life is really what's, life is moving all of us, but life is really what's moving them. Mm, 
something beautiful. So with um with all of the with this with the awareness of the human design, one may ask like, okay, how does she know all this? Like, <laughs> what, what what information would one need to before they book a, a session with you mm-hmm. to get a human design reading? What information would they need? I mean, they don't really need any information. I have people who have never, they've like heard of it, but they have no, they've never looked up their chart or anything. So you don't need any information. Human design readings are really here to give you information. And I always set an intention to see what people really want from it. Some people have a specific problem that they want to dive into or a challenge that they're facing. Some people come wanting to look at a relationship that they're in and seeing the two charts together. Some people want to understand their children better. But if you are interested in at least knowing a few things before (laughs) diving into deeper Mm -hmm. knowledge, you can Google human design. There's quite a few websites out there. I really like mybodygraph.com and you punch in your information. So what you need is your birthday, which everyone knows, your birth time, which some people don't know, and your birthplace. If you don't know your birth time, there's a couple things you can do. You can start at 12 o'clock and kind of change it every hour just to see how much your your chart changes. Sometimes it's a couple things, like sometimes not really anything changes. Sometimes we have big changes. Um, But, or you can, you know, ask your family just simple things like, had you eaten breakfast already? Um, Was it light out? Was it dark out? You know, so to kind of gauge, okay, I I at least know it was in the early hours of the morning, or I know it was after breakfast and before lunch. Mm -hmm. The the time is quite important because human design uses the time to determine like when you're where everything was the minute you were born and where everything was 88 days before you were born, which in human design is when we believe your soul incarnates your body. And so it's the merger of these two that really make up who you are. Cool, 88 days before. <laughs> yeah. um, so I see, yeah, in your bio, you said you help women. You mm-hmm. guide them, you're a mentor. Um, who, who is your dream client? Is it just women in general or like who, I guess, who is your dream client? Who do you love to serve or what are some cool transformative stories that you've experienced or shared Mm -hmm. or witnessed? Yeah, I, I really love to serve women who want to go deep into exploring themselves and are are possibly feeling kind of stuck by their challenges or or their fear and maybe it's a specific thing that they want to dive into but my my favorite is really helping women deepen the trust within themselves so first there's the knowledge but then there's the practical application and so you know i get people calling me i have a big decision to make and and sometimes you know it it helps when you have a coach who can really see you and understand how you're designed to make decisions and then ask specific questions that way. Because I'm not necessarily here to give you advice. I'm really here to, unless advice comes through for me to give, like 
channels through, but it's more about helping you find that within yourself, because at some point we're not going to be working together. And the ultimate goal is that you recognize you don't need anyone to find the answer. It's in there. You just need to go within and understand how your soul is guiding you to come to that realization. Mm, love it. Mm. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, so when you talk about like these challenges, mm. how about for yourself? What were three challenges in your life that led you to where you are today? And what got you through it? Mm. Wow. Beautiful question. I would say... The first challenge was when I started getting sick. In in 2010, I had come back from traveling in Asia and my health started rapidly deteriorating. And no one could really tell me what was going on. I was going to specialists and doctors. And so in 2014, I took matters into my own hand. I got the nudge to move to Toronto. I was living in Banff at the time, move to Toronto and go back to school for nutrition to, to heal myself. And so I moved across the country and that was really the start of my spiritual awakening was understanding what I was putting in my body, what how my body was physically speaking to me, my mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies and how they all needed to be healed together. I can't, you can't really heal one without the others coming along. It will only go so far. So it was trusting that decision and allowing myself to move and to experience this new way of living from small town mountain life to big city downtown Toronto life. And from there, that was actually how I heard about human design. So human design was came into my life in around 2017, I think, and I got a reading and it resonated so deeply, but I wasn't left with tangible things that I felt like I could experiment with. And so it kind of just fell out of my awareness. I was like, hey, this is cool. And then I didn't really do anything with it. I had at that point I had started a nutrition practice. I was a nutritionist. I was seeing clients, but I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy. And so this is when another I got another opportunity to kind of face the challenge of do I continue to push towards something that isn't fulfilling me or do I start over and give this all up? And and that was that's what I decided to do. I gave myself permission to dissolve that business, to dissolve that practice and to just go back into self-exploration. And then COVID happened and human design came back into my life in a big way. And it just ignited this part of me. And I knew I needed to learn everything possible about this. And I really needed to dive in. And that was when I just that's exactly what I did. And the more that I learned, the more that I was able to deepen the awareness within myself and the trust within myself. And so as challenges started coming up, I was better able to trust the decisions that I was making, knowing that they're not always the logical decision. And they're often not the logical decision because the mind doesn't know the future. Only the soul knows the future. So the decisions are never really logical. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. Are there any, is there, I think, yeah, you said when you got sick and then when like closing your nutritionist business, but is there another challenge that led you to where you are today? And was it human design that helped you through this challenge? Mm. Yeah, I would say, I mean, there's a couple that come to mind. Where I am today is definitely in part to my cousin passing away when I was 22. That was really a huge catalyst for me, just seeing that life is short. Even though it's the longest thing we do, it's we have no idea how long we have. Mm -hmm. And it was the catalyst for me just starting to travel and experience life. And, and yeah, I always kind of look at my life like before that and after that. Wow, I like when you said it's a catalyst. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, through through exploration and understanding, I've come to see like, you know, it's the challenges that that make us who we are and, and really define our lives. And I was just reading, rereading The Alchemist, actually. And in it, he says, before your dream is realized the soul of the world tests you beyond belief not because it is evil or bad but because it wants you to master the lessons that you've learned along the way because that's who you are in becoming the person who realizes their dream and <laughs> i'm like yes i'm like Let's rewind and, you know, like that was such a profound statement. Yeah. Like, yeah. what did you say? The universe will test you. And like, I'm pretty sure we could all relate to that. Like you're rising higher, you're in the stride and then you hit a wall or another obstacle or your shadows, your demons just come up to the surface with like yeah. momentum. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa, where'd you come yeah. from? But let, can you just say that statement again? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was so powerful. So, and I'm paraphrasing from the book, obviously, but yeah. before a dream, the dream that you're working towards can be realized, the soul of the world, the universe, God, spirit, source tests you to the maximum. And it's not because it's evil or bad or it wants you to fail. It's because it wants you to know that you've mastered the life lessons that you had to learn along the way. And that way, when you reach your dream, you will have seen all that you had to accomplish in order to get there. Mm. And that is what makes the dream that much more fulfilling. Yes. And I like that message lands because I'm just like looking at my last 72 hours and it felt like such a test. Like, I don't know if it's this airy season, this fire, it's like explosive, it's flammable. It's like, whoa. <laughs> so you just saying that it's like, okay, this is on path. This is just the test after the test to see if I did learn all those lessons. Mm -hmm. And I love how you bring that because you know one can experience these challenges and may give up one may see these obstacles and be like oh what's the point so that's why i i'm so passionate about this saying this message is to move with love and not fear because we can always stay stagnant stay mm -hmm. in this life this timeline where there's no excitement or fulfillment because of the fear to take risks but um 
I see that when you move with love, you explore, you expand, you go to new timelines by mm-hmm. just leaping with that trust. So what does move with love mean to you? Mm. <sighs> yes. To me, move with love is moving in full trust that you are held, that you are supported, that life itself wants you to succeed and that the only thing preventing you from your dreams and from success is the fear of failure. And when we can move past that and see, Victoria Washington says, fear is our greatest resource. So we can look at it not as the obstacle, but as the teacher and as the wisdom then we can move through it with ease and grace and trust and love and realize that everything we desire is on the other side of that. Mm, that was so juicy. <laughs> oh, um, to the listeners out there, your audience, my audience, maybe a new audience, mm. what would you like to leave them hearing from you? I think the greatest gift and the greatest dream that you can realize and actualize is the trust and the love that lives inside of you. And learning to access that will be the greatest gift that you give yourself because you will always be able to move through the fear and move with love and nothing will be too big of a challenge that will prevent you from succeeding <laughs> oh like i i'm just smiling so big because the your message just lands mm, like thanks. i hear it i feel it it's like yes yes like every word that comes out of your mouth so thank you um please share what is your big purpose big vision mm. I hear you proclaim it claim it yes <laughs> Yeah, my big vision is to really bring human design even more into the forefront. It's gaining a lot of traction right now, and I want to be a part of that and specifically merging it with picture books and, you know, having this information start at a young age and allowing everyone to understand how they're designed to trust themselves and then recognizing that we can support each other in that without being the the tellers or the advice givers but being the space holders and the people who help each other rise and the children rise and yeah my ultimate goal is to up level the trust of the planet by up leveling the trust within yourself <laughs> I see you and I want that for you. Mm -hmm. I see you and I want that for you. I see you and I want that for you. Mm. Where can the listeners find you, connect with you, follow you, Mm -hmm. reach out? I spend a lot of time on Instagram. So definitely there. It's at Crystal McIntyre. You can also find me on my website, www.crystalmcintyre.com. 
There are links in both places to work with me, whether that's uh, if you have a picture book that you want illustrated, if you have art that you want painted, if you want to dive into your human design through a reading, or if you want to go even deeper into one-on-one -on -one mentorship, all links are there. You can always reach out to me and start a conversation as well. My divine my friend, my earth angel, my soul sister, I am so beyond grateful that you said yes to be a guest on this podcast. Like, I'm lit up. I hope the listeners are excited to just go, like trusting themselves because that, that would just make the world a better place if everyone just led with their hearts, led with their innate authority, that um, everyone would just be happier. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and the world will be a better place. So until next time, mm -hmm. let's share the message, adapt the mindset, live the lifestyle. Let's move with love together. Have a good day. Hey, Soul Family, can you do me a favor? If you found value in the content in today's episode, please share it with your community, subscribe, or leave a review. Those little action steps mean the world to me. Not only are you sharing the message, you are planting karmic seeds that will pay you back tenfold. I see you and celebrate you continuously showing up and moving with love.